0: It's time for Caught on Tape with Doug Murin. And now your host, Doug Murin. Hey, greetings. Glad you could join us today. Today we're going to talk about the, uh, a, a very interesting topic, talking about the, the fear of loss and how about the fear of losing can paralyze your life. Uh, it's a message I shared a, a while back, but it has a great deal of pertinence today. Uh, and as you as you listen today, let me let me kind of review what we are doing as what we call the Mirren Group, which is a, basically a group of people who team with me, and we deal with only evangelism topics. Some of my friends have wanted me to get into helping them do, deal with church growth projects and different things, but we we you know since I'm back on my feet and, th- and moving as quickly as I can, I. I, I just feel we are about evangelism, which is basically how to share Jesus with people who don't know him yet. And so uh, today's message even even plays into that, how the fear of loss can even keep people from, from God. But if you'd like to have us come to an event or you hear of an open door, we're kind of collecting them now. And you know what? We don't care how big or small the setting is. And We have no set fees. I mean, it costs something to get us there and back. But uh, if you you have interest, you can get a hold of us by going to our website, Just go to dot com, .com, and there's a little spot there where you can uh, get a hold of us and say, hey, we'd love to have you come. If you'd like to sponsor us financially and help us with airtime, you can do that also right there at the website. And this month, for those who choose to help us financially, we're going to send you a study Bible put out by LifeNet that I highly endorse. It's a great study Bible. And I would love to send that to you. But again, go to our website or send a gift of any size to 1806 Fifth Street, Wenatchee, W E N A T C H E E, Washington, 98801. Send that. I'll get the book out to you. Again, that's 1806 Fifth Street. Wenatchee, Washington. I think you're going to enjoy the show today. I know, I really believe the fear of loss is one of the most crippling aspects of our life that Jesus wants to free us from. God bless you, and I'll join you later.
1: How many have experienced loss in your life? Was something, relation, okay, good. How many of you, was it hard for you to do it? Sure. Job gets word first off that there'd been a lightning evidently strike out of heaven, or excuse me, rather some saving troops that attacked his family, killed some, a number of them killed all his stock, killed the donkeys, killed his workers and his slaves. Then he got word that evidently lightning slashed out of the, out of the sky and ignited some of the uh, rains around that he had sh- his sheep on and they were all exhumed in the flames. And then he hears that Chaldeans came and stole some more and killed more servants. And then he heard that his sons and daughters were partying in their, in their summer villa and a wind came and the whole thing crashed down on them and they were smashed, crushed under the structure. He has nothing left Except he and his wife and his dignity. He has nothing left. And here's his response. He fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked, I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall depart. Remember, as he's saying, as Paul said, I came into this world with nothing, and I shall return in the buff too. And go back. And the Lord gave, and the Lord is taken away. Could you just say that phrase with me? The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. The name of the Lord be praised. He's just totally undaunted by this. Doesn't bother him. Not a problem. His Job saw all his material goods go, he still has dignity. So a few days later, the Bible says, Satan once again came by. And God says to him, where have you been? He said, he's going to and fro." He says, you up for another bet?" You know, last time he didn't blaspheme, he worshipped. And Satan says, yeah, but you let me touch his body and bring him disease and you bring him unto death, he'll curse you to your face, God, I'm telling you. And God said, put your money down, double or nothing. Double or nothing. And sure enough, Job is afflicted with boils. Anybody here ever had a boil? Don't tell us about it, but if you had one. This guy has boils head to foot. And that doesn't bother him so much, but his wife even says, Joe, I'm not taking care of you in this day. Just curse God. You must have done something really bad. And that's one of the things. People can really be helpful at your most painful moment. God must have really... You know, we we like to sell this pablum that says that if you'll be a Christian, you won't have any more problems. Everything will go perfect. Promotions will come on a regular basis. You just whisper. Your kids say, how high? You know, they run, do whatever you want. Your IQ jumps 50 points. Come to Christ today, you'll never have any fear, any worry, any pain. Money, you go to the bank and wonder where it all came from on a regular basis. Deposits will be made mysteriously. And we sell this crap. Oh, excuse me, this stuff. And it's not the way it is. Suffering is an honor. Suffering is a vocation for the believer. But we don't teach this enough, so we don't feel at home with it, and we think something peculiar has happened. In fact, Peter said it this way. He says, when you suffer, don't think that it's odd. It's your call and honor to lose. The gift from God. But what finally gets to Job is his three buddies say there's something really evil about him, and that's why God has taken all his material possessions, and he looks so ugly. And he loses it. And the whole book we begin to discover that Job is going to find out why we suffer and how we suffer. And he's going to discover the greatness that comes when one loses and is attached to a sovereign God. Next week we're going to discover there are necessary losses. Nobody becomes fully human without using, losing their youth. Now, I'm not saying that adolescents are some sort of subspecies or something, but no one becomes fully human without losing people you love. Often we discover who we are, in fact, in God by losing who we once thought we were. The true you and me is discovered through the crucible and the pain and agony of letting go and receiving. The way of the cross is the way to life. Now, if you fear loss, you're in trouble because you can hear it walking toward you. Do you hear it? You're going to lose something this week. But what do we do? The fear of loss is worse than the loss itself. In fact, the fear of loss is the hook that evil will try to destroy us through. People who have nothing to lose are frightening to hell. Well, how do you face the fear of loss? I can tell you four ways this morning. Would you like to know what they are? We'll see them in Job's life as he learns them at the end of his life in a few weeks. How many would like to live free from the fear of loss? Some of you are sitting around worrying about all kinds of stuff. Okay, number one, Number one, Jesus Christ taught us, and we'll learn from Job, number one, live with the perspective that knows fully, this. Live from the perspective that you know God is your resource. Job is going to learn that though he loses all that he had, he had seven sons, he'll have 14 at the end of the book. He had 7,000 sheep, he'll have 14,000 at the end of the book. He will learn that because God is his source, every loss means a greater gain. So we learn first that God is our source. Jesus put it this way in Matthew 6. He said, Don't toil and labor about what you eat and what you wear and what will be over your head. For it is these things that the pagans attach themselves to. This word seek is a strong word in the chapter he uses, it means to grip it and clench it and just suck onto it like you suckers on your fingers. you got to hang on to it. He said, the Gentiles live clinging to life. He says, we're to be like the lilies of the field. They don't worry what to wear. And they look better than any clothes that Solomon wore. Better than Pierre Carin. Better. Look at the birds of the air, he says. They don't worry where they're going to eat. He says, so should you live, free of worry with this understanding that God is your source. God is the source of all that you have and you can't empty his banks. Someone can take all that you have but you still have all that God has. Pretty good, right? Two, learn to take risks. Facing the fear of loss sometimes means getting out there and take a risk. I talk to pastors all the time and church leaders and the church is so conservative we want to have it mapped out flawlessly make sure there's no chance for failure before we'll get out there because we might lose something you don't gain without risking when it comes to god you must risk faith and it frees you from the fear of loss
0: again you're listening to a message i gave a while back called overcoming the fear of loss i've i found as you're listening, I'm sure you've picked up on it too. The fear of stuff sometimes is worse than the reality itself, and so uh, it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to share that with people. Now, here you can share this message. I've have, have had a friend get hold of me and say, "Hey, I wish my I wish my son had listened to this, or my dad." And you know, you can listen to all our shows at Krista Radio and the actual website. You can hear the shows on. Is KCISradio dot com KCIS radio. You go there and you can hear every show we've done on here. And uh, I know people are listening all over the country. In fact, I had a friend in Australia's been listening to them. Every show I've ever done is is on that site and you can listen to it. Or you can go to my website, Dougmirinradio.com, com. And you can also join in to the, with what is becoming a, a good group of people supporting us, helping us do a number of things besides the radio and different outreach, because we're about evangelism. One of the things I'm beginning to do is actually gather together young evangelists and help them get their ministry careers going. That's one of the things we're doing with the Murin Group. And so you can be part of uh, not just helping me, but helping start a movement of evangelism. Because I'll tell you what, there's not enough evangelism going on out there. So enjoy the show today. We'd love to hear from you. And I will send you that Bible if you can give to help us. God bless you. And now back to more Caught on Tape with Doug Murin.
1: Let me read you a passage out of Matthew. I'm almost done. Three more minutes, so listen close to this. Matthew, if I can get my thumb to work here. One more Sunday is all you'll see me in this beautiful contraption. Here. Matthew. Listen to this. Matthew 16. It's not the one I want. 16. Listen to this. If anyone would come after me, this is Jesus Christ speaking. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his... Anybody remember? Take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Someone who works hard to keep all he's got is going to be certain to lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Simply put, the third thing, when you combine this with Paul's statement, in Philippians 3, we'll read next week, which says that he counted all of his degrees. And we had multiple PhDs. You need to know, the early church wasn't started by nuns skulls. The Apostle Paul was the most educated man of his time. He said, though, he put all of his pedigree as a Jew, as a thinker, as a person. He counted them all lost that he might gain Christ. In fact, he even considered them all as dung compared to what he had gained in Christ. Now, the third point is this. Practice a life of deliberate loss. One, live life from a new perspective. Live as though God's your source. Job will discover this. It isn't his labor or his genius that has brought him this wealth; It's God. Secondly, that life is risky. You've got to live life riskily. Some, I can spot people who have a, a commitment to the fear of loss because they don't live. They live safe lives. They never launch out. They never do anything adventurous. Or they live lives of overcommitment and overindulgence. They get out there and must have more and more commitment so they never run out and have more than enough so they'll never run short. Or you can see them in hostile people. Sometimes we get hostile. Or we work harder and harder. I think some of the basis of workaholism is that we're afraid we're going to lose what we have and we're driven by this fear rather than deliberate living, living in Christ. But thirdly, live with willing and planned loss. I was looking at my library yesterday. A lot of books, like books. And the thought dawned on me, I had quite a few there, I'd read twice. And I can usually remember what I read. And I couldn't think of a good reason to have quite a few books I had. And the thought came into my mind, Doug, why don't you give those away? Box them up and give a bunch of them away. And I said, I rebuked thee, Satan. (laughs) With my tools. And I realized that once again, the Holy Spirit was teaching me to do deliberate loss. You get rid of the fear of loss by being willing to give away. Give away. Fourthly, the verse we read that talks about the cross, here's a beautiful key for us. Fourthly, the best way to live free of loss, besides living from the point of view that says He's our source for everything we have, and secondly, to take risks joyously, and thirdly, to practice deliberately losing. Fourthly, Why don't you give it all up now? Why don't you take everything you have in your little corner of the world and in a spiritual sense, lose it all and give every bit of it to Him right now. Just give it all to Him right now. Jesus is saying that. If you'll lose all, you'll have nothing to lose. Right now, if you give it up right now and you started losing, you wouldn't lose anything that you hadn't given up already anyway. Why don't you go ahead and give those kids away? Just in your heart, just give them away. God here no, some no, no sweat right now. <laughs> Why don't you give your job away right now? It's a little warm in here, by the way, now that the service is almost over. Is it warm in here, or am I just getting anointed now? Okay, it's, it's really way too hot, guys. Help me out. Come on. Somebody go back there and turn this down. What was I saying? It was so good, and I was almost done. Don't do that. You're making me warmer. Okay. Huh? What? give your job away give, job away. No, <laughs> give it away give it away when I, when I met the Lord I was in a church that every Sunday night we had a, an altar call that's kind of a modified parade and they come forward and everybody comes to the front and everybody cries a little bit and then goes home that's an altar call and every about every other week, we'd come and we'd sing this song. I surrender all. I do you know this one? Don played it earlier. Let's sing. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Jesus, blessed Savior. I surrender all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. And we'd all come forward. Well, you'd think after every week you'd be giving it all to him. And I discovered that about every time we came forward, there was something else the Lord was just want me to just give it away to him. You know how you can spot what you're afraid of losing? What do you worry about? Let me hear some of you say, What do you worry about? what do you worry about this week? Money. Car. Health. Security. You worry about sin. Mm, prayer room's down the right in the door. <laughs> what else do you worry about this week? What'd you worry about this week? Teenagers. Teenagers. What else? Huh? House. Your house. Status. Status. What? Control. Control. I thought you said trolls. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Troll. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> We'll pray for that. Control, that's good. Controls, okay. Okay. What else do you worry about? Relationships, yeah. Parenting, yeah. Hair loss. Hair loss. Hair loss, okay. We'll stop right there. Now, Identify what you're worried about and you've got a clue as to what you're afraid of losing. Just give it to Christ. Just give it, just lose it. Lose your whole life. Give it all to Him. Surrender it, lock, stock, and barrel and let Him have everything you have. Here's a little test. Imagine your house is on fire and you've just driven up to the house. What are you going to run in there and get first? The checkbook. The checkbook. What? Pictures. Animals. Animals before children, someone said. Okay. Yeah. When losses come, you can identify what it is. But we as Christians, let me tell you what we have. We have the ability to live in power because we know all losses in Christ mean greater gain. It's the fear of loss that destroys us, gang, right here now. What is undermining our spirituality is the fear of loss. There are some of us compromising, compromising our integrity. And I've worked, and I know, and I hang out with guys that aren't Christians. I know that's blasphemous, but I get around them. And I know, I know the pressure is there to not be who you really want to be because you might lose face. And right now, the fear of that loss is making you compromise your life. Give it up. Just lose it all. Let him have it. Let him have it all. Let's stand together. I'm going to invite you to join hands. Job will learn that he can more than tolerate loss because he'll learn the character of God. And people who know Christ are learning... Who live in this reality. And this, this 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 reality is core to our relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and that is that God can be trusted. That's important. I'm not, I'm not here saying the Bible says to just lose your life into just oblivion. But we're to lose our life by giving it to one who can be utterly and totally trusted with it. And that's what it is to be a Christian and have Christ as your Lord, is to lose your life into His keeping and know that it is kept well. I'm going to invite everyone to close their eyes. There are quite a number of people here today that have been brought by friends and you've been a little mystified about some of the questions and some of you didn't really appreciate the hair loss stuff because you're like me and it is something you thinking about it but he's maybe a little taken back with one or two things but don't let that obstruct at all your desire to know peace inside that's the sign that you've given up Christ and today I want to give you a chance to lose your life in Christ by trusting him
0: Again, you're listening to a message I gave a while back called Overcoming the Fear of Loss. And, you know, you can listen to all the shows at Krista Radio. And the actual website you can hear the shows on is kcisradio.com. KCIS Radio. You go there, and you can hear every show we've done on here. Or you can go to my website, DougMurenRadio.com. dougmurinradio.com. And you can also join in with what is becoming a good group of people supporting us, helping us do a number of things besides the radio and different outreach, because we're about evangelism. One of the things I'm beginning to do is actually gather together young evangelists and help them get their ministry careers going. That's one of the things we're doing with the Murin Group. And so you can be part of uh, not just helping me, but helping start a movement of evangelism. Because I'll tell you what, there's not enough evangelism going on out there. So we'd love to hear from you, and I will send you that Bible if you can give to help us. God bless you. Caught on Tape with Doug Murin is a listener and friend-supported program. Your help with the show and expanding the evangelism events of Doug Murin is appreciated. You can write Doug Murin, Caught on Tape, at 1806, Fifth Street, Wenatchee, Washington, 98801. Or online at Dougmurinradio.com.